hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, bad boyiest, um, uh, bitch moviest, uh, mm, taco platteriest recap <laughs> podcast of The Bachelor ever. God. <laughs> I know there's like grosses me out. I there's like so much that I'm just like, should I be watching this? Should I leave? Should I just walk out of the room? I feel like I shouldn't be watching this. Is it weird that I'm not like, like I don't I don't find getting smeared with sour cream like erotic? Is that (laughs) is that a reasonable stance? (laughs) If you took away, like, if they gave you like all the alcohol you could drink and took away your connection with the outside world, it might change what you are interested in. You never That's know. That's an excellent point. That's a very yeah. good point. Yeah. yeah. But I do like tacos, so. I, well, we could get into it later, but I just felt so weird for that chef. Yeah, like, that was. I, th- I don't know if she totally knew what to expect or if that is her thing. It was hard for me to tell if like she's done this before or she didn't know what to expect. Like I really couldn't tell one way or another. But the reason why I think maybe she didn't expect it is that one point where she was just like, so are the tacos good? And I was like, they're not there. That's, uh, that's not it's really not the about point. the tacos. <laughs> not really the point. But Yeah. It did not seem to me like her job in life was I, I do the, the, the horny dinner time activity. Like that doesn't seem like her thing. I think, I think she's just a chef who got paid a decent amount of money to do something uncomfortable. Yeah. I would love to hear her story. Oh, I yeah. wonder Give if she an interview got interviewed her. anywhere. Yeah. VIP uh, chef taco lady. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> I will let you know if I find it. Um, yeah, that was just kind of, it was just kind of odd, right? Like, uh, anyway, well, let's start at the beginning. Why not? Um, so we only have two weeks left. I know. I don't know it's if- weird if there are any two-parters in there, there could be, I would guess the end might be a two-parter. Well, we were told that next week is going to be three hours long bachelor in paradise. How many times have I defended you for not doing this to me? And now you go and do it. I know. I don't really think, I think you should just probably not say anything. Yeah. I'm, I'm done making bold statements. That's Chef not true. Dora Vargas is her name. The, I I am actually shocked that you were able to Google that. That's impressive. I'm I found her. Well, let's see. I don't know if this is her website or not. Oh, it's a very beautiful website. Whoever's website this is, it's very nice. This could be another Chef Dora. Hold on. Well, Los Angeles hmm. specializing in genital leaves and sex tacos. <laughs> Chef Dora Vargas. All right, here. Let's see. Puerto Vallarta. This has got to be her. <gasps> this is her. Oh, my God. And she only has 319 followers. Oh, Oh my God. She deserves better. Yeah. And she, oh, she does like some vegan stuff, which is kind of neat. Oh, it looks like she does a lot of vegan stuff. And and yeah, so she works in Mexico. Um, She just got interviewed on a podcast like eight weeks ago. Oh okay. my gosh. I'm just so sad for her. Cause yeah, she's just like legit a chef. <laughs> um, 
it looks like, I wonder if this is the business that she owns. Yeah. Yeah. So she owns a vegan, um, like bakery in Mexico. Okay. Yeah. So this isn't even like her main gig. So that's like extra disappointing. Like, so she owns a vegan bakery in Mexico and they had her doing the meatiest thing possible. Well, I mean, maybe that's why she asked if the tacos were good. Kind of outside of her wheelhouse, you know? (laughs) Or she's just like, why did they ask me to do tacos? The weird thing is, this could have totally worked too. That she's like a vegan chef. Like, they could have... they. Well, I guess they're like, well, we can't do the whipped cream thing twice, so let's do tacos. (laughs) But like, she could... You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's way more... Yeah. Normal? Like, you know, she could have done like chocolate sauce and strawberries and like things that yeah. feel a little more uh like uh something you would normally encounter and then said uh-huh. they're like let's do tacos and she's like so you don't you don't want my cookie recipe and they're like no and Listen, she's like mm. I, from day one all i've been saying this and you know you haven't lived until you've licked refried beans off of a woman's butt so <laughs> Make it happen. They're obviously trying to make that dream come true. Anyway, if you're in Mexico and you're looking for uh, a vegan, a, a vegan, I actually would do this. If Next time I go to Puerto Vallarta, I'm going to go to Vegan Sweet MX by Chef Dora Vargas because you deserved better, Chef Dora. Her food looks really good and her website is pretty good. Like, And I am very judgmental when it comes to websites. And... I'm also dairy free and always are. I'm looking for a good bakery and oh, this food looks really fucking good. I feel so bad for her. She did not get featured the way that she deserved. No, not at all. all. Anyway, we'll see if there's any more from Chef Dora Vargas that comes out. But um, I would say justice for Chef Dora because what the hell? (laughs) She deserves better. We all do. Yeah, like, it's just so weird. Um, Okay, so we won't talk about that too much when when that comes up, I suppose. So this this whole, the beginning of this episode was, like, kind of hard to watch. Like, this whole thing has been hard to watch with Kendall and Joe. It's always sad when someone has moved on and the other person hasn't. That's always hard. Mm -hmm. And um, I think the the hardest thing about the conversation was to hear Kendall say, well, I came for you. And Joe's like, I came for every reason, but you. (laughs) (laughs) He he came for literally not you, Kendall. It's that simple. And you've already established that you have a relationship impasse that makes any future together, not a possibility. Like you've told him it's, it's not going to work. I'm, I'm unwilling to, to, to move or consider moving. I want to live separate lives, but also I'm still in love with you. Like that doesn't work. That's just a mess. So good for you, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. He is. He has, you know, and I really do appreciate the way that he handled it all. Like it's not an easy conversation to have, but he was respectful. He was very sweet. And I really appreciated Serena as well. Cause she was like, well, it's still hard, yeah. you know? Cause he was like, well, you know, like, it doesn't change how I feel about you. And she's like, well, that doesn't mean it's not a hard thing to experience. And um, I applaud her for having a mature stance on it and understanding and respecting their history. 
enough to give him the space to process that and move past it. So I thought that that it was handled well by all parties. But remember last week when I was like, well, Kendall will probably do the right thing and stick it out to give Ivan the rose and then she'll leave. No, didn't do she that. She didn't do that thing. Also and I was kinda, like, what the fuck? I mean, I, I was like, oh, you should have just stuck around and give it Ivan the rose. But also when she was talking to Joe and she's just like, you're still my best friend. It's like, I don't think you meet the criteria for that. I got to be honest. Yeah. Um, but I, again, like I, I kind of feel bad for her, but I think this seemed inevitable and the edit once again favorable to our man joe he is clearly our protagonist this season right yeah i don't think he's getting the bachelor edit that people are saying though but that's just me no Um, but he's he's he is beloved like he has blossomed into like sammy favorite underdog status to like full-blown top-tier contestant well he's always been a top-tier contestant in my heart No, I really, I mean, you know, I was talking to my mom about this today because I'm totally at my parents' house right now. They're making me dinner. Um, Jealous. Yeah, so fun. And I said, I just think Joe is really one of the best things to ever happen to the Bachelor franchise because he's the most normal person who's ever been on the show and stuck around, you know, like, and and every time I hear him talk, I'm just like, how are you still here? Cause he just says very, and I try. I'm trying to remember what it was that he said that I was just like, that's a very normal thing to say. Oh, when when he was talking about other Joe, Doctor Joe, and he was like, he was off like playing the banjo or something because <laughs> he was playing a ukulele. Uh, Joe just... is too passive. He just plays the banjo on the beach all day. <laughs> just... <laughs> Like everything he says is like unintentionally hilarious. <laughs> this is very good. He's just very quality. He's fun TV, wholesome, good TV. He's been such a upstanding guy in both Paradise seasons that he's been on. Always on the right side of the arguments and carries himself very well in his gym shorts. So. <laughs> And too casual for the beach. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and to I think, really too, like, it. he almost fizzled out early on, right? Yeah, he was really, like, kind of losing it. Not yeah, he, was, a he good, was in a tailspin. He, he had to find himself. This is the arc that we need. Yeah, I really do enjoy his story. And I like Serena. I like the two of them. I'm, I'm a fan. I think it's all going well. Um, I understand why Kendall left early. I'm not trying to give her shit for leaving early. I just wish she had stuck around. But then again, would we have all the exciting drama coming up if she hadn't? Don't know. Of course. So so I think it's, I mean, if I was her, I probably would have left right then too, because I would have been like, I'm so humiliated. I'm going to crawl inside of myself you know like it was oh, just yeah. like I'm just gonna hedgehog away from this situation real quick it, it was not an easy uh thing to witness i'm sure it was not easy to live through it and i don't know maybe this won't be the last we see of kendall who knows um let's see oh so then we get new new people on the beach Maybe the last time. I think there might be one more round of women coming. Not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have two new men coming. Uh, Damar and Ed. What uh, contrast. Um. <laughs> <laughs> a 
Blockhead like, Ed, he's back, folks. Justin, like, it's just like, okay, we have, I mean, okay, I'm. that's mean to Ed, but Natasha seems to like him. I shouldn't be mean, but I just am like, I, I just like, I'm like, oh, I feel like Jamar is like a real catch, you know, and mm-hmm. someone who I was like excited to see on the beach because I've always thought he was cool. And he's obviously very good looking, but I just feel like Ed is just kind of a goofball again. So I'm just like, I feel like most of the times when they've had a couple people come to the beach at the same time, they're kind of like similar in some way, you know, it's like, oh, we've got, you know, or like, I don't know, at least in the same cal. (laughs) I'm just being mean to Ed. Okay. That's not fair. That's not fair. I can't. Uh, yeah, but I don't Ed, Ed really get nice. the appeal. He Ed seems very nice. nice. He seems however, very- <laughs> however, this is how I get to insult him. He just he looks like like a background character from The Sopranos or something. So he's, I mean, <laughs> it's just like put him in okay. a tracksuit and tell me he's not like a, a second tier character on The Sopranos. Yeah, at least on Entourage. Yeah. Um, like okay, so this is what I'm trying. Okay, it's just I'm just being mean, but. <sighs> Like, he's better than Chasen and Chris C. Those two were fucking losers. Sure, he's not a bad person. I'm just not interested. Although he seems to have been doing a lot of sit-ups. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, for sure. But it's like when you see, like, Riley come on the beach or DeMar come on the beach or even, like, I'm not, like, that into Blake, but I see the appeal, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, these men that the women are very excited about or, like, Dr. Joe, he's, like very wait is it joe or john now i feel like i'm getting it wrong it's joe right yeah okay um like he's he's very exciting in a different way right because he brings a lot to the table like professionally like he's i'm i feel like he would be one of the people on the beach i'd want to talk to and hang out with the most you know um so you've got these like very accomplished or very attractive men uh like Riley, I think is one of those like total package type of guys. You know, I really hope that doesn't crash. Anyway, um, and then and then Ed comes on, and you're like, "This is what you saved for." You know what I mean? Like when the That's women, right. I guess it's it's like think about the juxtaposition when we had like the surprise women coming in. Like Tia came back, Becca came back, Chelsea's here. Yeah, like, these are these are big names, these, heavy hitters. Like, very exciting, you know, interesting women that people are excited to see on the beach. I don't feel like there's been too many like, huh? Who? Women coming on the beach, you know? Mm-hmm. Um No, and some great ones got shafted, you know, like McKenna, who was on screen for two point five seconds. seconds. Yeah. Like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I just feel like it's very uneven. This is what we get all the time, though. Most of the time, the reason the last season was so exciting is because most of the time, I the women on the show are way better than the men. And last year we were blessed with just some of the best men you could have ever hoped for. And and maybe that's part of why I'm disappointed right now, because because now they're just like, well, we kind of we didn't have the, as big of a pool. So now, listen, Ed wanted to come. OK, he wanted to come. We said, all right, why don't you come? Um, but I will. I do appreciate. I mean, you know, I appreciate Aaron's commentary on everything ever. <laughs> but holy <laughs> shit. Some of the things he said when they were coming on the beach, he was just like, yeah, they're jacked. You know, they're like beefcakes. Like uh, Ed's legs are like two Christmas hams. <laughs> 
could feed a whole village of cannibals. I was like, what the fuck? So am I a little worried? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so we're so blessed. Um, so anyway, these men come on. The other men get immediately nervous because, you know, it's more competition. The women have the roses uh, this week. And uh, Damar... Uh, was initially seemed to maybe be going for Marissa. This was an interesting twist. I thought it was going to be more dramatic than it was, um, that Marissa was initially most excited about Tamar. And I was like, oh, no. Like, I thought Marissa and Riley were, like, very solid. So I got a little how nervous. Do they, how does this work? I know you don't know the answer. This is me, like, <laughs> just kind of saying this in general. It seems like... People are like, oh, wow, I didn't expect so-and-so to come to paradise. And other people are like, I was waiting for you. How do you know or do you not, though? Is there a list? Do all these people just talk? Do they have a Slack chat together? What's going on? Well, so I know. So one thing that I do know, <laughs> a Slack chat. <laughs> one thing that I do know is they ask them in the interview process who they would want to have on paradise. And then generally oh. what they try to do is match them up with people they said that they're excited to see. Doesn't mean it always happens. And I think there is some buzzing or I think some people stalk each other's Instagram to see if they looks like they're preparing for, you know, oh, are they working out more or whatever? And I'm sure that there's probably some more that happens and some more conversations that happen. But I don't know if they're technically allowed to tell each other that they're going to paradise. I don't know mm -hmm. how that part works or if there's like specific dates that they allow people to release that information. You know what I mean? Like if it's a later, especially if it's a later arrival, I'm guessing that they technically don't but i know that they are asked ahead of time who they're excited to who would they would like to spend time with on the beach and then they do make an attempt to bring those pairs onto the beach um to see what happens so i'm guessing that that was the case i'm guessing that's why they said like she was the most excited to see damar but maybe it was like oh when he didn't show up maybe she was like oh maybe he's not coming you know and so she sees Riley and they hit it off and then that's all hunky dory. So I don't, yeah, I don't know, but I was nervous about that, but it seems like she's just looking for more emotional vulnerability from Riley, which we'll get to later. And, mm -hmm. um, and then Damar asks out Chelsea. And so Aaron's like, ah, oh, brah. <laughs> and, <laughs> And then Natasha gets another shot and and Ed asked her out. And I was kind of like, I'm more excited about Dr. Joe. And I was actually surprised that he said that he was still interested in Natasha. Yeah, it seemed like huh? that had cooled off a little bit. Yeah, he, I'm like, he doesn't dude, seem like he should be in an effort. Yeah. He, and he's just off in like sad boy ukulele mode. It's like, I don't know, man, your date ended kind of weird. I don't think you should be this bummed out at this point. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I thought it was good. And I was like, you're the only one who thinks that. <laughs> you're the only one in the entire country who thinks that. So that's not not going so great for you. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of weird, but also, like, it, it was a good point. Like, he um, just doesn't, um, he doesn't, he's not, like, assertive in that way. He's not going to like put himself out there like that. And uh, trust me, I've dated so many men like this where I've had to make the first move. It's not fun. Okay. I'll do it. Not fun. Um, 
So, Dr. Joe, you are a catch. Be more assertive. Put yourself out there. You will be surprised what you get back. Um, he did. Oh, my God. Wait. Okay. Sorry. Now I'm on his Instagram and I'm like, oh, this, it's, it's all so cute. Um, <laughs> ice cream lover. Be kind. Have fun. And he's got a big thing in his bio. Find a vaccination site near you. Good job, Dr. Joe, doing your part. Um, and it looks like he's doing like a Steve Zizu like band thing in one of these pictures. <laughs> and that's the only thing that I can assume from like the instruments and all the all the hats, the red hats that they're wearing. But anyway, uh, very cute. So the date itself seemed actually pretty fun. Like they were painting each other and then they were painting on each other. Mm-hmm. Um and I didn't really, I was, I wrote notes that like, I didn't see it when Natasha and Ed, one thing I just want to say is, um, I really liked Chelsea going, you're doing amazing, sweetie, because that's like a Kardashian's reference anyway. Oh yeah. And I was like, I loved that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I heard that. I, I, I identified that. Um, but this is I, like the, the child version of, uh, sexy taco meals. Yeah, it's just like, I'll paint on you, but you're still wearing, like, swim trunks or whatever. Um, But I did think that, yeah, it seemed like Natasha and Ed were kind of... Oh, here's the new word. Here's the new word that's been creeping into Bachelor Nation vocabulary. Did you notice it this week? It's vibes. Everyone's talking about vibes now. And I feel like vibes wasn't necessarily like a word that got thrown around all of the time. And yeah. this episode, it was just like vibes, vibes, vibes. We're vibing. And I was like, oh, okay. This Constant is the new vibe one. checks. All the vibes. <laughs> it's giving me vibes. Um, it does, What kind of vibes? Just vibes. Okay. Uh, that's what our language has changed to now. It doesn't have to be good vibes or bad vibes. It's just vibes. General. <laughs> the whole spectrum of vibes. Yeah. So... So everyone's talking about vibes, including Natasha and Ed. And um, yeah, it seemed it seemed like a good one for them. And she does get kind of giggly with him, which is cute. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like I, I just want fireworks and it's not it's not that. So I just I thought she and Dr. Joe would be really good together. I'm yeah. like, that makes sense. Like. I feel like they're they're both interesting, but in different ways that could complement each other well. They could mm-hmm. learn a lot from each other, and they're both very smart and engaging. And that would I just feel like they would never be bored, you know. And it seemed like that's how their conversation was going until it got derailed, you mm-hmm. know, with the like. Oh my, Brendan! <laughs> like oh, my no. little Brendan, Wendy. <laughs> like oh, I'm in pain now. Sorry, um, your friends can do shitty things sometimes. That happens. You know, yeah. I just had a conversation with a friend about this today because his friend did a shitty thing. Um, but you know what? Like a good friend, he was like, you know what? That was a bad move on his part, and he messed up. And I'm like, that's all. You have to. Say, you don't. You expect your friends to be like perfect and infallible all the time. That's weird. That's weird. Anyway. Yeah, that only happens if you're friends with me, right? Yeah, same here. <laughs> uh, There's only two perfect people in this world, and they're talking on this podcast. Yes, listen to us. We know every... No, uh, that's so not true. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, like, uh, perpetually wrong about everything, so yeah. that's, 
But if you admit it, it makes it a little better. Um, Noah and Abigail, I'm really glad they're like not getting a lot of screen time because they just bug me. (laughs) (laughs) I feel bad because I love Abigail and like Noah's just like making me bothered by her by proxy. And I know it's like, why do you like him? He's such a boring little wiener baby. I I hate him. I hate him. It's uh, something about him. Like he's just so uninteresting. And also the fact that he like, He's like, oh, I was hoping you'd be on the beach because I have this weird, like, deaf girl fetish that I've shared with you, and you don't think that's weird for some reason. Yeah, it's so weird, and you should run. Yeah, <laughs> like, run I away. Do not get a yeah. It's so strange. So I, I just hate all of it. But I'm glad that they haven't really gotten much uh, screen time. It was just like. He was like, hey, remember when I said we were going to get a hammock or the hammock? And she's like, oh, my God, that's so romantic. <laughs> I was like, OK. Sure. Um, so good for them. Blah, blah, blah. I've talked about them and I don't have to anymore. Uh, Kenny gets a date card. And then Becca said, Kenny and Mari are vibing. <laughs> so there you go. Um, and one thing that I thought was really funny during this date was that Mari and Chef Dora were like speaking Spanish and Kenny was like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> and he's like, it's making me nervous. Um, so I thought that was kind of fun. But yeah, this whole thing was kind of like, like, good for them. They seem to enjoy it. But I was just like, I should leave. Right. Like, I'm not yeah, I did not feel comfortable in that position. I was just like, uh, okay. But yeah, like justice for Chef Dora, for sure. Um, Mari seems to be into it, but we'll see what happens next week. I don't know. There was some foreshadowing. Yeah. Well, and, and their relationship has been so like rocky and up and down the whole time that I, I wouldn't be shocked if that one doesn't pan out. Although they were the only people who admitted on camera I mean, this is editing, of course, but um, they said, oh, we're already talking about like what we're going to do after Paradise and, you know, stuff like that. So I don't know. It seems like they'd be good together, but we'll see. Now, where does Mari live? Does she still live like out? Where, where was she? Like, I want to say Maryland she, or something or is that it? Is it East Coast or is it Chicago or? Well, Kenny's in Chicago. Kenny, Chicago. Kenny, Chicago. Yeah, I think she's East Coast. Yeah, I want to say she was in like, oh, hold on. Yeah, so after moving to Maryland from Puerto Rico, so she's in Maryland. So, I mean, that's like the thing, you know, it's like it's one of those things where, you know, maybe she'd be like, yeah, I'll move to Chicago from Maryland. Mm -hmm. I mean, no offense to Maryland. I actually really do like it there. But (laughs) (laughs) I know I just made it. I was like, ugh, I like Baltimore a lot. But um but I'm saying like, it's not like necessarily a place where you're like, I couldn't possibly leave, especially because she's not like from there, from there, like, you know, yeah. she moved there. So um, she and I know Kenny's got his thriving boy band management business. So, you know, I could see them talking about that. And also like, you know, even though I would never live in Chicago, <laughs> um, I, you know, it's like that's like a place where, you know, you could. um you could like do pretty much anything you were doing in Maryland there, if not more. So mm-hmm. it would probably be a good, a good place for her to, to yeah. go. I'm it trying to figure out like... what she does. I don't know what she does for a living D- travel stuff. Maybe all, all these people are, it's like either marketing or I don't know, uh fitness guru, Peloton instructor, personal she was trainer. A, she was a beauty queen. Yeah, that's that's a good former career. 
Mark, oh, she's a marketing director. There we go. Marketing. Yeah, there it. we go. Um, see, isn't it interesting though? Like we shouldn't know that just from her talking about it. Piper. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I got a marketing degree. I think, you know, yeah, it's like, so she could totally like do, you know, she's like one of those people who could do whatever, wherever she was, she could make the most of wherever she lives. So I could see that working out, but yeah, I just don't know. Like Kenny's got to, if he wants to settle down, he better do it fast. Mm-hmm. You know, he better, he's not. You know, getting any younger. No, this is, you are at the point where this is, you're going to get the most beautiful women in the world will still be attracted to you for a very limited, limited amount of time. Okay. Those muscles are going to start to melt, Kenny. The wrinkles will set in. And then the Maris of the world won't be seeing you on the beach. Oh no. Oh no. You'll have to go down to Florida and hang out with the old people. And you don't need that. So this is it, Kenny. Now or never. Yeah, I mean, she's beautiful and she's accomplished. <laughs> just just be smart about it, Kenny. Okay? Yeah, I'm rooting for you. Make a good decision. Anyway, so this is kind of interesting. The, the the part that came next with like James and Tia, I kind of thought that wasn't a possibility anymore. Mm-hmm. So this was very interesting that James is still making a play for Tia. And as much as we give James shit, everyone likes him. Everyone on the beach likes him. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean he's, like, hitting it off with women, but, like, no one has anything bad to say about him. Yeah, he's, well, he's not a bad guy. He clearly cares and is is well-meaning and isn't sleazy. Uh, But I also don't think he's particularly interesting and he's not attractive enough in a conventional sense to overcome that it's just, he, he's kind of a dork, but not in an endearing way. He's just like a yeah, dude, he's you not know, like a Connor or a Dr. Joe or anything like that. Like, no. it's, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, uh, we, but it's we haven't just, gotten to see a lot of his personality. No, but he does seem very thoughtful. He's obviously a loyal friend and he's mm-hmm. very thoughtful. And, and it he was certainly doesn't make my vagina dance. though. <laughs> Well, that's where I was going. Yeah. It's interesting because Tia kind of summed it up for us, right? Like, she's like, well, he's very sweet. He's very thoughtful. But, like, he doesn't make my vagina. Yeah. (laughs) And she's just, like, looking down and going, hey, listen up. I need you to help me make a decision. Um, But, and I get where Tia's coming from, but... Much like Becca, I don't think Tia has a great picker, and maybe it's no. maybe it is down there. And I think I I do think sh- it would make I think she should really give James more of a shot because Blake, like she, I I don't think what she was asking for was unreasonable with Blake. Like she's like, hey, uh, hi, I'm in demand. Hello. You are not the only person who is interested in me on this. Blake is a clown. So I'm just asking you to make just a tiny little bit of effort, go out of your way and do something nice for me. That is all I'm asking. And he's like, what do you want me to like talk to you? Oh my God. And I'm like, are you kidding? Yeah. And in (laughs) a situation, keep this in mind, keep this in mind. He's not in a normal relationship situation here. This is a situation where one, she has multiple suitors. And two, he has nothing better to do. You're on an island. All you can do is drink and talk to people. 
and you chose not to talk to the woman that you are allegedly pursuing. What the fuck is that? What is yeah. wrong with him? And then he gets all indignant about it. He's like, well, I, uh, I, I told you how I feel. Like, I like you, and, like, I want to be here for you, so I don't get what you need from me. Act More. like you give a shit. <laughs> Do stuff. Don't just say stuff. Do things. Exactly. She's like, I need action. Words are nice, but I need action. Exactly. And you know what? Take some cues from Riley here because Riley, Riley is all action, but he had to find a way to express his feelings. You, sir, are the exact opposite. You've done jack shit, but you said, yeah, I'm here for you. And that's not going to cut it, especially at this stage when you should be like infatuated and like pursuing her hard. And you're already giving minimum effort. Fuck that, man. The Teddy Daddy is a is a baby. He's a baby. Yeah, he ain't no baddie. Mm -hmm. Like, so, yeah, it's just like, look, James did a cute thing. And he's like, hey, I did this nice thing for you. And she's like, oh, that's really. And she got like kind of, you know, like, oh, my God, that's so thank you. That's that really means a lot. You know, and it's like it. Look at that gifts. Her love language is probably gifts. Mm-hmm. You should get her something. And it doesn't have to be anything, you know, fancy or anything like that. Just do something nice, you know, just a nice, thoughtful little gesture that shows like, hey, I was thinking of you and here's this thing. And that's all you need to do. Like, I don't know. It's not like, yeah, it's not rocket science. Like. I don't know. The whole thing is just so goofy. Um, Very odd. Wait, now who? Now I'm trying to remember. Besides Chasen, was it James who gave the necklace, or who's the other one who gave the necklace? Who gave the necklace? I'm talking about. Yeah, and then it was just like immediately rejected. Like, no, this isn't going to happen. Oh, it was Carl. It was Carl. Carl. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I don't think James did that because I feel like James wouldn't do that kind of thing. Yeah, it was Carl and Chasen. That was so. So like, don't do that. Do something that's actually personal and meaningful. Like, you know, I wrote you this thing. I made you this thing. Or, you know, if it's Joe, here's some chicken nuggets. That's me, too. That's also me. (laughs) I was like, I feel so loved. You bought me a cupcake. (laughs) I'm so happy. My love language is give me fast food. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. Like, basically, I have told Tuck, like, hey, anytime, anytime that you're out. And you go, you know what? I think fries sound good. Just buy fries and bring them home. Anytime. Yeah, that's that is always acceptable. <laughs> agreed. 100% <laughs> you can agree. Always buy me fries. Um, so that has so that he does that. <laughs> it's very nice. Uh, so yeah, that yeah, Blake sucks. He's just and he's a weird lollipop head. Anyway, so I really hope that Tia comes to her senses, but I'm not holding out hope. Uh so Kenny does say the the L word to Mari. That's a thing that happened. Um, mm-hmm. And so does, so did, you know, Joe, Serena. Um, and now let's talk about this Riley and Marissa thing. Cause I, I just think Riley's so great and like everything he does just makes me like him more. This was a very sweet moment. He's very vulnerable. Um, obviously. Yeah. Like emotions are not an easy thing for him. And he also, like he has a lot of walls up, but Marissa, I mean, this is a good example, right? Marissa said, I need a little bit more from you. Like I'm yeah. in, I'm in, 
But the conversation I had with Damar made me realize like there's other things I would like to get from you. I don't want to leave this relationship, but I would just like to get these things within this relationship. And I thought it was very sweet and powerful to see him be vulnerable and cry and show that side of himself and, Mm -hmm. you know, share with her. And she obviously appreciated it. It appeared to go a very long way with her. And she was like, that's all I needed. It's very sweet. Yeah, it was it was good. It felt like they finally figured their shit out. So I guess good on them. I I mean, I'm still cautiously optimistic because I know know, everything we get in the preview for what's coming is just like, oh, this doesn't look good. Everyone's destroyed. The previews exist to deceive us. So maybe that means actually they're great. So there you go. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that that one is like, you know, like trying to psych us out a little bit mm-hmm. because I would really, I really want them to work out. I just think they're very sweet. Um, let's see. Oh, and then, so then right after that, they had to evacuate. This whole thing was confusing and I had to like go back a couple times and I was like, did I miss something? They didn't tell us how long they were evacuated. No, because I'm guessing it was for like a day, but basically they sent him to a hotel like close to the mainland and that was it. But we don't know how long that was. Presumably not that long. Yeah, they were just like, we're back. (laughs) It was just so weird. Anyway. um, Oh, and this is where I wrote Blake sucks team James. Anyway, uh, (laughs) justice for James. So we're back on the beach. Aaron's narrating again, and he's like, well, Ivan's in, like, sad boy summer, so (laughs) I really feel for the guy. Uh, But here's the problem is that uh, Ivan decides, hey, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to go talk to Chelsea. Da-da-da. And and after – and, you know, it's like – and Aaron's like, you know, if you're my boy, you know, like – I can't have you doing me like that. That's just not going to work for me, bro. And he's like upset that Ivan is starting to talk to Chelsea. Well, and also, so Aaron had talked to Chelsea and she was like, you know, what did he say? He goes, how are the last couple of days? Regular. <laughs> <laughs> ah, comedic gold. And uh, can't write this shit. And she was just like, well, you know, when I was on my date with Tamara, I was just thinking, I'd really like to get back here because I really want to talk to Aaron. And he's like, oh, that's great. That's great news. (laughs) And so he's like, everything's great. Smooth sailing. I'm going to get the rose from her. I'm enjoying spending time with her. Nothing could possibly go wrong. And then Ivan's like, hey, can I steal you for a second? Oh, there it comes. And then Chelsea's like, we're homies. And then she's like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to friends on you by saying homies. And then it was just a lot of like, oh, we have this connection and understanding and we get each other. And Aaron's confused. And so is the whole viewing audience. And Aaron's like, he hasn't talked to her like a day in his life. <laughs> What's going on, bro? And um, I will. I, I, and everyone knows I love Aaron, but I didn't like all of his like, that's a bitch move. All right, let's. Let's tone it down on that on that bitch very language. aggressive, Aaron. Just tone it down on the bitch language, but I understand why you're angry. I just wish you used a different word. That's okay. This is what I think is going to happen because we kind of end the episode with them head to head. I don't think anyone's going to. It's not going to come to blows. 
Like no. Ivan and Aaron, are you kidding no, me? No, <laughs> it's not going to. Like, they're just, they're not, like, the, the nice thing about most of the men on this beach is it's, like, the most non-toxic beach we've ever had. Mm-hmm. So that's not going to happen, especially when Riley jumps in, because he's trying to, like, you can tell. I feel like they tried to, like, pitch it like, oh, someone's going to punch someone. If somebody punched somebody, it would already be in the previews. That's for sure. They would have like, it would have been like scuffle, scuffle, scuffle. And then they would have cut because I've watched enough real housewives to know how they edit that. So no one is, no one is touching anyone. And Riley's going to jump in to try to deescalate. And I believe it will work. And then what it sounds like is that maybe something happened at that hotel with Ivan and Chelsea. Mm -hmm. What do you think? That's what I'm thinking. I, I think they had a little uh, uh, non-sanctioned rendezvous because when when you have a, a scene, if you know, like a foreshadowing sequence where Ivan's being sat down, they're like, "Okay, so let's talk about what you did at the hotel." Like, well, clearly you were gallivanting around with some woman. It's not like, "Uh oh, you took a shit in the top of the toilet or something," and now he's like, "Well, I upper deck house cleaning's it. Okay. upset." It wasn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's no rules in paradise except you can't drop an upper deck if you have to go to a hotel <laughs> that's yeah it. well that seems like a good rule to be honest yeah, general rule of thumb is it's kind of an important one yeah so <laughs> yeah it's like let's we got to talk about what you did it's very shocking because um you know like ivan has been such an upstanding dude. Well, and mm-hmm. other people were trying to talk Aaron down, right? Well, you know, they're like, he's just, he's just rose fishing. And he's like, yeah, but like, why is it, why has it got to be Chelsea, huh? Like, what's up with that? It's not cool. But it, so it would make more sense if it was because something happened with him and Chelsea. I think that's the only thing that does make sense. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think. Just knowing the character of the men involved, I don't think anyone's going to do anything foolish, but I think he does get heated, you know, obviously. And I don't, and I would hope now I'm like kind of going like, all right, did he say anything yet mm-hmm. about getting angry? Cause I feel like he's been pretty like good on, you know, like addressing like things. So I wonder if he, said oh <laughs> oh <laughs> yesterday he said yo bro who got you smiling like that which is a tiktok thing because i'm young and i know that now. uh <laughs> interesting interesting um he posted about his 27th birthday um hmm. Hmm. i don't know we'll see what happens like that's um I, I'm really interested to see what goes down. And I and there's going to be lots of crying coming up, lots of fighting. So I'm excited for that. Um, Love that. Yeah, it's going to be good. Who do you think is going to couple up at the end of this? How many couples do you think we'll have coming out of this to close? I think Joe and Serena, you got to count on that one. Like they have yeah. to ride into the sunset. That makes the most sense. Um, I would also think Marissa and Riley, but I don't. No. <laughs> so the only one I can count on is Joe, just because I know just the edit that he's gotten. He is clearly like the hero. So he has to have a, a good ending, right? Yeah, I think so. 
The rest, I, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, what's, what's the average for Paradise, do you think? Like, as far as engagements go? There's usually, like, three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's I was going to say. There's usually three. Two or oh, three. Apparently, some people said Aaron needs to come back every season and narrate Bachelor in Paradise. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I, if, he, if he had the job as narrator for every Bachelor in Paradise moving forward, I think that would make every human being happy. So I think we should just let him do that. Yeah, um, do it. I think I think boring as it is, Abigail and Noah, perhaps. Uh, um, they're the worst, though. I know, I, don't... I know, but I think it will happen. And then, yeah, Riley and Marissa and Joe and Serena. Those are my predictions. We'll see what happens. We'll see. All right, everyone. Well, until then, be safe. Take care of yourselves and each other. Get yourself some spooky things because it's, um, you know, it's fall and you can go get pumpkins and ghosts and shit. It'll be fun. So go do that. Yeah. And don't do needle drugs. Spooky. Spooky. Ghouls and ghosts. Spooky, spooky, spooky. 